0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Ella and Zoe from Stone Ridge, New York. Hello to Isla from Royal Oak, Michigan. Hello to Evelyn and Hannah from Salt Lake City, Utah. Hello to Sybil and Ida. Hello to Ashlyn from Chisago City, Minnesota. Hello to Eric and Dietrich. And hello to Peach Tree Play School in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. I'd like to say happy belated birthday to Sawyer and her new puppy Baylor from Greenville, South Carolina, who had a birthday December fourth. Happy belated birthday wishes from Mommy, Daddy, and the Kitty Princess to Mia Morales from Hacienda Heights, California who turned seven years old on December 4th. Happy birthday to Oslan, who is turning six on December 6th. Happy birthday to the twins, Madeline and Millie Menziesa, from Sun Valley, Idaho, who are turning seven on December 7th. Happy birthday to Janice from the UK, who is turning seven on December 8th. Happy birthday to Aaron Deera from Flowertown, Pennsylvania, who is turning six on December 9th. Happy birthday to Georgia from Oregon, who is turning seven on December 10th. And happy birthday to Nayana from Bangalore, India, who is turning nine on December 11th. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org/support. Thank you. This is the fifth part of our story about Esther and the magical book of dreams. Esther is a very curious girl who is always daydreaming about heading off on an adventure. Shirewood, where she lives, is very boring for her, and she can't wait to go and explore the areas around her. Esther is reading a book that she found one day when she took a different path home, but she is afraid she is going to have to give it to her mother now, and she doesn't know what is going to happen when she does. The Magical Book of Dreams, Part 5 Once upon a time, in a world full of magic and fun, there lived a little girl named Esther. She lived in a small village far from any castles at the very edge of the known kingdom. They were surrounded by beautiful gardens, flowers, sparkling streams of water, and protected from the elements by moss-covered rocks and tall towering trees. It was a wonderful and quiet place, far from the hustle and bustle of the mystical forest. Esther's small village was called Shirewood, and life there was slow by design. Whereas those of the mystical forest might talk of politics or philosophy, those of Shirewood were more interested in practical matters, like agriculture and preserving their old ways. They didn't have all the conveniences of the other villages, towns, or cities in the kingdom, and they were very protective of their way of life. Despite the lack of conveniences, they were very independent, and outsiders, though welcomed with open arms, were rare. What Shirewood was known for was as a gateway to what was once known as the unknown realm. The kingdom was huge, with vast plains, deserts, mountain ranges, forests, and seashores. But it was not all encompassing. There were regions far afield that the kingdom traded with or heard about from those who loved to travel. But they were as mysterious to those in the kingdom as traveling to some far-off exotic place might be to us today. The most mysterious and the most dangerous was the place that Shirewood served as a gateway to. While many people used to travel through Shirewood in order to understand this place of mystery, the Unknown Realm holds as much mystique today as it did hundreds of years ago. The reason for this is quite simple. No one has ever returned from their expedition to explore the realm. And subsequent attempts to find these intrepid travelers failed as well. As the word spread of the traveler's fate, the number of people who traveled through this small village became less and less, until it became an idea for only the most restless adventurers. Despite the known dangers, many young people in Shirewood still dreamed of unraveling that mystery and often, as was the case with Esther, dreamed of exploring the unknown realm. Esther was restless living and growing up in her hometown, something inherited perhaps from her father, who himself disappeared during an expedition. She dreamed not just of the unknown realm, but of all the places beyond the walls of Shirewood the mystical forest, the towns and villages of the East, and those people who lived there. Esther was a good student, but she was prone to daydreaming, always looking out the window, thinking of what existed outside the confines of their village. Today was no exception, as her mind repeated over and over again the text that she had read the night before. She had but six months left in this school year, and then she was free to visit the mystical forest, the unknown realm, or anywhere she wanted to. But until then, she had to endure Headmaster Eileen's boring lectures. She was doing her best, but on days like today... When the headmaster talked about gardening, she wanted to run away. She survived the in-depth talk on the silent life of soil and didn't attempt an escape this time. But she did rejoice when the end of the school day finally came. She had avoided her friends Dobie and Winky all week She knew they would be waiting for her outside near the gateway to the school, as they always made a habit of hanging out and joking around together whenever they had time. But today, she wanted to get home and quickly help her brother with his homework so that she might have more time to read the difficult text in the book. She escaped the schoolyard via the smaller exit Only the younger students took in order to pass by a small sweet store that was ideally positioned near the school and had been open for generations. It was a rite of passage that once you reached a certain age, you stopped going in that direction to stop for a piece of dragon candy. Though Esther would still visit from time to time. After passing the sweet store, she took a fork in the dirt path and started walking along the way that led to her home, careful not to walk on the stone-covered moss, which had led to many bruised knees over the years. They tended to be very slippery. As she walked, she admired the gardens that people grew. Esther loved how they looked and appreciated the food that they produced. Still, she was less enthusiastic about their in-depth study than the headmaster was. It was getting near dinner time, so the homes along the way were burning wood to fuel their stoves, the smoke rising in the sky. Other places in the kingdom used various forms of magic to cook and heat their homes, but Shirewood stuck to the old ways. She eventually approached the fork in the path that had led to her current nightly secret. The direction to the left led to the part of the village where she lived, and the right was the path the explorers always took to leave the village to explore the unknown realm. It was still overgrown and hard to see. She went left this time, knowing that perhaps one day soon, she would head down that path again. Esther quickly came to her small home at the edge of the village. Her mother was gathering laundry she had hung outside, including some of Esther's favorite clothes. People in Shirewood still washed all their clothes by hand, which Esther knew must be backward compared to what they did elsewhere in the kingdom with all their magic. You are home quickly, her mother said as Esther opened the gate to their yard. Didn't you hang out with your friends today? Not today, mother. Well, your brother is a bit late today. No doubt he stopped at the sweets shop and will have ruined his dinner with all that dragon candy. And then he will wake us up in the middle of the night, saying he is starving because he didn't eat enough at dinner, Esther replied. I'd like you to quickly finish your chores and come in the house before he comes home. I have something I want to talk to you about, her mother said, as she walked into their house with a basket full of laundry. Upon hearing that, Esther became overwhelmed with the feeling of dread. She didn't have much in the way of chores, just cleaning up some of the mess in the yard, but she wished she could stretch out the 10 minutes of work until it was time for bed. What could her mother want to talk about? Somehow she must know about the book and now she would have to give it to her mother. Her mother would then give it to the headmaster or the village elders, and she would never get to read its contents again. After she finished her chores, she walked into the house, and her mother was standing in the kitchen waiting for her. I would like to talk to you about that heavy thing you have been carrying around in your bag this past week, her mother said, indicating that she knew all about what Esther had been up to. Okay, Esther replied. I know you went down the path that all the travelers used to take. I knew from the very first day. I saw the stains on your mouth from eating the berries that only grow in that area. I've noticed you are up late every night and how distracted you have been lately. You always have been a daydreamer, but it has been much worse lately. Is there something you would like to share? Her mother asked. She could never lie to her mother, so it was time to tell her everything. One day on my way home from school, I took the right fork instead of the left and followed the path to an old clearing where I suppose travelers would meet and rest before continuing on their way. When I was there, I found a leather-bound book. Well, more of a travel journal, full of a collection of stories and pictures. Why did you feel it necessary to take that turn? You know most parents don't want our children to go down that path, her mother asked. It's boring in Shirewood, I want to see the kingdom or see anything. I want to travel and experience more than what we are allowed in this small village. Going down that path was a brief escape, I guess. Her mother sighed. Oh, your father was much the same as you, never content and couldn't appreciate what he had until he had something to compare it with. He traveled a lot, but always came home that is until he was bitten by the bug of the mystery of the unknown realm her mother said with deep sadness in her eyes Esther took the book out of her bag that she still carried on her back this is the book I found in the clearing it was dirty but in remarkable condition she said as she handed the book to her mother Esther's mother gently opened the book, leafing through its pages, looking at the complicated text and the many illustrations. This is quite old. I can't imagine it has been sitting where you might have found it for long. Someone must have left it out there for what reason I don't know. Have you read it all yet? No, the handwriting and some of the language are quite difficult to read. But mother, please don't take it away and give it to the headmaster or the village elders or burn it or... Burn it? Don't talk such nonsense, child. Books are sacred in this household. And as far as giving it to the elders or your headmaster, I don't see why we would want to do that. If this book proves to be of historical significance, we might share with those in the village who might gain from reading it but I have no intent on giving it away. Esther visibly relaxed. This is what we are going to do. Every night, as part of your and your little brother's reading time, we will read this book together. That way, we can all benefit from its contents and discuss what it contains. There is no need for secrets. We will start tonight, after dinner, during our normal study and reading period. Just then, Esther's little brother walked in the door, dragging candy stains all over his mouth. What's everyone standing around for? And what's for dinner? I'm starving. And that's the end of this part.